and welcome to this week's episode of FG Minds. I'm Patrick, joined here by my good buddy Walter. How you doing, Walter? Good, Patrick. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. I can't complain. How's life treating you? Uh, I can't complain. Can't complain? That's good. Are you enjoying the still being secluded inside? No, it's not much different than what I would usually be doing anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of have used it as a excuse to study a little bit more and, and relax a little bit more. Because I, I know that if, if we weren't doing all this, I would probably be goofing off and farting around, but instead I have basically been forced to stay at home and study more. So it's kind of good and kind of bad because there's a lot of procrastinatory things that happen at home. So what are you going to do? Yeah, you got a point there. Not much you can do. So how does it feel to be not having to do anything school-related for the past couple weeks? Oh, it's nice. I was tired of it. Do you wake up and think you have things to do? No, not really. My brain just knows now. It's like, hey, wake up. You don't have to do crap. Unless it's a weekend, (laughs) I have to go to work. So did you delete all of your apps and everything and all your bookmarks for all the school stuff? Not yet. I still have them. You I still have them. Yeah, I haven't bothered going through yet and doing it. And how does it how does it feel to be back at work decently? Nah, not really. Well, hopefully you won't be there for too much longer. No, but they did extend our extra two dollar an hour pay raise. Really? Yeah. Initially, it was supposed to end in April, and then they extended it till the end of May, and now they extended it till the end of June. Unlike the government, they like giving people money. <laughs> Look at that. That's I mean, crazy. they're already like the highest paying warehouse in the area. Yeah, so. if public service announcement, not sponsored, but we want a good job. Work for Target, apparently. <laughs> oh, even they're in well. store, they pay well. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I personally, I don't know. I just, I like Target. I like the way their stores are organized. They're clean. They're just kind of fun. They have really nice things. Their, their selection is a little, uh, I don't know. Their selection isn't Walmart, but it's nicer than Walmart, if that makes sense. They're also more expensive, though, too. Yeah, they're a little bit more expensive, and I always feel weird about getting groceries and things there because I never know, like, have I have I gone up a socioeconomic <coughs> class by buying deodorant at Target? Like, <laughs> is that a thing? You know, Maybe. It's like, buying, it's like buying grapes, you know. If you need to buy a pack of grapes, you know, you either go to the market Okay, and that's like, you know, local bumpkins, and then you go to, to Walmart if you're like a normal person, you know, or whatever, a Walmart, and, and then if you go to Whole Foods, you are, you drive a Tesla, you live in California, you have solar panels on your roof, um, you spend way too much money on internet services, and you most definitely have an iPhone. <laughs> and I think they check all that before you actually go in Whole Foods, but I could be wrong. I probably do. I mean, I've never been there, so I don't know, but... I don't know either. They're owned by Amazon now. What what isn't, so... Seriously, like, why does Amazon need anything else? Amazon... Okay, so, Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, he owns the Washington Post. And he also owns a rocket company called Blue Origins that competes with Tesla. Not Tesla, SpaceX. Sort of same thing. So, they have that. And they own Amazon. They own Whole Foods. So he has a lot of stuff. It's kind of easy to see why he's so rich. I mean, he has his foot in a lot of games. He's unnecessarily rich. Yeah. I mean, I 
I honestly, I can't say too much bad about Bezos. I wish Amazon would, would treat their employees a little better because I keep reading the news about how they don't really care too much about the coronavirus stuff and people kind of get unnecessarily fired and things and conditions aren't the best. So I really wish they would fix that. But as a company, I can't really hate Amazon. And as a person, I really don't hate him. It's weird. The the top, like, rich people in the world, I usually don't hate them. Like, I really like Bill Gates. I like Warren Buffett. I like Bezos. Like, Bill Gates is a saint. Like, he's given away so much money and he's done so much good stuff. I mean, he created Microsoft. Like, goodness gracious. Like, what else? Microsoft is, like, I don't know. It's just unfathomable how important that company is. Oh, you're not wrong. I mean... Yeah, like, okay. I like Apple, and I've had a Mac, and Macs are great. They're built really well, and their trackpads are really comfy, and the screens are nice, and they have really nice apps. And people care more about developing for them. But, like, if every Apple computer in the face of the Earth was just did not work tomorrow, a lot of places would be screwed. But it would be more the creatives and the Hollywood movie producers and people like that. But if if Windows, if every version of Windows stopped working tomorrow, like nothing would work. You know, like nothing. <laughs> like you wouldn't be able to order food at McDonald's. You wouldn't be able to get money out of the ATM. Like all that stuff runs Windows. Yeah, you have a really good point there, though. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't mind Apple, but like, I prefer. Windows products for like PCs and whatnot, and then mm-hmm. Android for phone, but Apple for tablet. Oh, I you are probably the 1800th person in my life to hear that. Like everybody has told me, including myself, like Apple's tablets are just second to none. I have the the budget iPad right now that I literally got on sale, so I got it for like three hundred dollars, and it's terrific. Like it's fast. And I have the pencil, and it's the first Apple Pencil they created. It's not the new fancier one, but, like, it's just like writing on paper. I love it. I do my notes on it now for school. It's fantastic. It perfectly rejects my palm. You know, the app gets confused once in a while that I use, but, like, it's just perfect. Like, there's nothing. It's just awesome. And I I do like Apple for phones, and I do like Macs. It just, see, if I could take Windows and put it on a Mac, like, hardware i would do it because i have yet to find a windows laptop that doesn't freaking crack and suck but their software is just i don't know i just like it it's more friendly <laughs> like i, see, I think because i grew up with um windows software so that's what i learned yeah. it's what i know the best yeah like it's just there's something fond about just the way it works like i don't know there's things <laughs> okay, so there's things about windows that just you just love i mean you can customize everything you can find anything if you have any idea where anything is in control panel it's really helpful i mean it's kind of awful but it works like everything's supported they have the best office software on the face of the earth because the mac software is just not as not quite as good the mac version of office but like it's you you just know it like i get on and i'm like i know what stupid error messages are going to come up I know what unnecessary things are going to happen every time I turn my computer on. You know? I know every time I get an update, it's going to be at the worst time, and it's going to have a bunch of random crap put on my screen. I know it, but it's just, you just grow to love it. It's like Clippy. Did anybody use Clippy? (laughs) No. But when he was gone, everybody missed that thing. 
Like, I remember people would get on a computer and they'd be like, how do I get rid of this stupid thing? He's bugging me. And now we don't have it, and it sucks. <laughs> you know what Clippy is now? It's a bar that says, what can I help you with? There's no pretty face. There's no dancing paperclip on a piece of paper. Like, bring Bland. back Clippy. That's a, that should be the title of this podcast episode. Bring back Clippy. I with that as a title, I'm fine with that. <laughs> like, I don't know. He's just, I miss him. I don't know. But, yeah, how, how do you feel on that, that whole thing? I know we have a couple topics we're going to get into, but this little side conversation of the Microsoft monopoly, how do you feel about it? Do you think, do you wish there were more softwares out there? Like, okay, so there's Apple and Android. Like, iOS and Android, those are the dominant. And it's Windows and Mac. Linux doesn't have a lot. I know there's other ones, but they're not really extremely popular like do you wish there were more than just two for each of these things or do you think it's fine i mean i think really like computers to me it, it's fine because like if there were so different so many every time you go to like a library or something you'd have to learn what they have or you wouldn't know how it works like i go to a library and they have windows and you know you just know how it works yeah so to me i feel like it's fine like and you said about like the phones, you got iOS and you got Android. Now iOS you can only get pretty much iPhones, but Android you have so many different companies that make Android phones, so you got a bunch of different options there. See, my thing with the phone market is I just I don't think it's possible anymore, because you know ten years ago there was Windows Phone, there was Symbian, there was Palm OS, there was BlackBerry, and then iPhone came out with their iPhone software. It wasn't even called iOS yet. And then Android came out with Android software. And, there, you know, for a little bit there, there was like five of them. And then Apple just started to, to gain dominance. And then as soon as Android caught on, it took over. And it's just been those two ever since. And, and Google you know, bought Samsung, Android. You what? I said then Google bought Android. Yeah, Google bought Android. It went even farther. But, like, the largest phone manufacturer in the world i believe at least it was a couple years ago if it's not still samsung they built their own software called tizen and they tried to do it and they haven't been successful greatly and i know it was kind of a ploy to try to decrease their dependence on google because you know the last thing you want to do as a company is have your entire phone you know you build beautiful hardware and everything but your software is dependent on somebody else so you're at the mercy of what they want to do. And I know some of their watches have really nice versions of their own software on it. But whenever they put it into phones, like people were like, I just I just want Android, you know? So I just I don't really think with how mature iPhone and Androids are right now, I don't think anybody could ever take them down. You'd need something incredible. And it couldn't just be a gimmick. You couldn't just have some rich guy say, Yep, I'm building my own software, you know. It, well, just, see, I it feel wouldn't like, happen. And I do agree that like, when, for Samsung, I feel like even if they lost their phones, I feel like they'd still be okay just because of how much other crap they own. Yeah, and and I think they they could beef up Tizen, their software, and, and say, you know, hey, we're going to sell it in the United States, and hey, it's, it's an alternative, and if you want a Galaxy, we won't sell Android anymore. That would be not smart on either of their parts, and I don't think Google would ever let that happen either because they'd be losing a huge market share with Samsung. But... If that happened, and if it, if it came down to it for whatever reason, you know, developers, Facebook, 
Snapchat, small developers, they would put their software on Tizen, and it would be okay. You know, life would move on. But it just seems like between, you know, the dominance of Android and Windows and the secondary dominance of Apple for both of those categories, for generally Apple appeals to a higher-end market, but they're getting better at their lower-end stuff too. Like, I just, I don't think anybody could dethrone those two for each of their respective things. Now, like, the iPads and the tablets, like, iPad pretty much takes the market there. Like, Android tablets, I don't know. There's no one definitive one. I would say, though, the Surface is pretty nice. Have you ever used one of those? No, I don't think so. I think I've played with them, and I think I might have saw somebody I know have one or something, but... A lot of people use them at school, and I mean they're really nice, and I mean, they run Windows, so most of them. If not, it's a choppy version of Windows, and I guess you can't really consider them like iPad because they do run a full version of the software. But they're the closest thing right now, I think, to an iPad. If you don't want to buy an iPad, like they have pencil support and keyboard and their touchscreen, but they're also a full computer. Like they're really awesome. I almost bought one one time. They're expensive, though. <laughs> you know, do you know how much stuff Samsung has their hands in? Samsung, yeah, they're giant. I mean, they have ships they build, and washing machines. They build battleships, destroyers, submarines, aircraft carriers, cruise ships. They have a. They have their own hospitals. They have amusement yeah. parks. Like, they're in, in South Korea. They're huge. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like, so like, it's, yeah. It's almost like it's kind of like Disney. When you look at Disney, how much they own. Well, at least Disney is a media company. You know, yeah, they own. Uh, what do they own? They own uh, ESPN, and I don't know. They have their you know resorts and stuff. Oh, well, like, they own pretty much everything. They own History Channel, the Military Channel, Vice, National oh Geographic, gosh. ESPN. Oh, okay, so they own they own more than I thought. Oh, they they list, least... they pretty much they own homework. They own. Oh Pretty gosh. much any channel you watch on television is almost all of them. But at least it's Good like, okay, Disney. there is no Disney heavy industries, but there is <laughs> Samsung heavy industries where they literally build ships. And that's that's crazy. Like imagine I, having I just, like a Samsung battleship. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like Samsung Electronics, as we think of it, is the United States division. So you can have somebody that's in charge of their division in, that, in the, the United States, and that's basically its own company because they run their company in the United States differently from around the world to a certain extent. But it's – and then you got somebody that's yep, – we're CEO of Samsung Heavy Industries, and then there's the overall board of like entire Samsung. And well, there's you know, a couple other companies like that too. I believe Huawei is like that too. You know Volkswagen? Yeah. Yeah, they also sell sausages. I did not know that. I know they know they own uh, Audi, but I didn't oh, know that they sell software. Sausages. Audi, Bergotti, uh, Ferraris, any of the, the high-end supercars is most likely Volkswagen. Volkswagen, I think. I think Ferrari is still independently owned. It might be, but I think I don't so. Know. They do. They do own. Uh, yeah, you're right there. And and here's a fun one for you. You might know this because you know quirky things. So, what are the two cars that Daimler makes? You know what Daimler is? I do not. Okay, well, you're going to laugh at this. 
Okay, so Daimler, and they probably make more cars than this, but these are the two well-known ones. So Daimler makes Mercedes. Okay. Okay. And smart cars. Really? Uh-huh. It's the same company. So the same company that's selling you your S-Class is selling you a smart for two. So Volkswagen owns Audi, Bentley, Bugatti, Lamborghini, Porsche. Oh, they so they own Lamborghini. That's yeah, that's the one it was not. Uh, okay. Do you know yeah, for for some ungodly reason Ferrari is I think still independent, which is amazing. <laughs> you know how um restaurants get like a five star rating or whatever, they got the big thing. Yeah. Yeah, the company that does that is the same company that makes Michelin tires. Really. Yep, the that's same awesome. company that makes these tires is the world-renowned raiders of restaurants. That's insane. It, when you look, when you, you start looking up, like, most... Like, look at um, Procter & Gamble. It's hard to find something that either them yeah. or, like, Unilever doesn't own. Oh, Unilever is huge. Oh, Procter & Gamble makes everything. For the longest time, they even made cat and dog food until they sold that off to Mars, I believe. That's insane. The one that got me... And I'm sure this will this will inspire a lot of people from from realizing what it is. But have you ever heard of Luxottica? No. So, Luxottica owns basically everything: sunglass and glass. Like the glasses. What kind of glasses do you have? Oh, I have no idea. Are they like where did where did you buy them from? Uh, some random place in Crescent. I don't know if there's a name on here. Was it? Oh, so you're talking like Mainline or something? Yeah, Takimi. Okay. Or is that Takimi. What it says? Taki, something like that. How do you spell that? Ah. Uh, T A K. It might be a U M I. It's kind of worn out. Takumi. Takumi glasses. Let me let me look here and see, because I. Let's see here. I am going to bet and say that it is owned by Luxottica because they own literally everything. All right. So it lo looks like that's owned by Aspects Eyewear. That's the company that makes Takumi. Uh, let's see here. Our sunglasses. Our glasses. Let's see here. I hope this isn't for nothing, and you actually found the one company that isn't owned by Luxottica. I'm gonna be really impressed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. You might have actually. I don't see any reference to Luxottica. Nice. I could be wrong, but I am. Wow, I'm kind of impressed. Okay, anyway, <laughs> back to the point here. I could not find anything related to that company in Luxottica, so I'll have to do a little bit more digging just to be sure. But anyway, Luxottica owns, okay, Lens Crafters, Sunglass Hut, they own Sears Optical, Target Optical. They own iMed, which is the I think the second largest eye prescription eye insurance in the country. Glasses.com. They own Oakley, Ray-Ban. They own Coach. They own 
all of the fancy glasses basically in the entire what you would ever expect. So even the, the Sphere Flex, the Vogue, the Versace, they own it. They they have these under all the like Prada, like they they operate under all these different brands, and people don't realize it, but they're they're all buying. So whenever you go to the store and you're like, hmm, do I want Oakley or do I want Ray Ban or do I want Coach? It's all the same company that owns oh, yeah. them all. It doesn't surprise me. And they can really really just kind of price however they want then which is a big big issue and I don't see anything here I'm looking on the Wikipedia page I don't see anything here related to what your your glasses are so I think you might have actually found one that aren't but they own like they they, they produce the glasses for all these people like uh, Burberry and Giorgio Armani like all Michael Kors all these like fancy fancy names so whenever you go and you're thinking, oh, look at all these different companies, it's all the same one. Plus, they own the store that sells a lot of the glasses in the country. I think LensCrafters is the largest high chain in the United States. And they own an insurance company. So you could technically go to their store, buy their glasses under their insurance. And that's crazy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, to me, I don't know, whenever they, it was a, uh, I think it was a 60 Minutes, and the lady was on asking them, and she was asking them some, hitting them with some tough questions, and they were, you know, she was saying, like, is, is this really, like, a good business practice? Like, don't, isn't it just fake? Like, why don't you just have one brand, Luxottica, you know? That's what I was thinking, too, like, you know, but that, that would eliminate their own little competition that they create within their company. So it's like you're saying with these different companies, like Unilever and stuff, you go to the store and you're thinking, oh, do I want this bag of peanuts or this bag of peanuts? Well, guess what? They're both owned by Unilever. It's the same thing here. You go to the store and it's like, well, what, what brand of glasses do I get? And you could just pour random ones off the, the shelf and chances are you'll you'll buy theirs. It's crazy. Oh, it is. I get, like... And I guess they just bought up these companies. Like I guess Oakley tried to compete on their own and they just bought them. And they merge and just do all these crazy things. It's an Italian company. And the other interesting thing um, with them is just like the the pricing. Like they set their entire pricing and stuff. And you know, it's it's just a whole facade basically of you know what they make, and nobody really knows. Because people don't, you know, you don't do tons and tons of, you, the average person doesn't do tons and tons of research. And even if they did, the average person really wouldn't care about this. What's that company called? Luxottica. Okay, because the glasses I make are from a group called Aspex Eyewear. Aspex, that's what I found too. I, I couldn't I cannot... see anything. It seems like they're their own company. Yeah. I I have not, uh, I, I can't find it anywhere either. Um, I found their website and everything, but it seems like they're their own company. Yeah, I found the same. Um, but yeah, that's that's crazy. And and the the big com the, the competitors to Luxottica really, I th I think the only ones that are really left, they said, were were the the giant chains and the the big ones, Walmart. Walmart's one of their biggest competitors because Walmart has their own. You know they, 
sell tons of glasses, first of all, because they put most of their stores have the, you know, at least around here, most of the stores have the eyeglass thing place. And they sell some of the brands that aren't owned by Luxottica, and they also sell Luxottica brands. And it's that's their big competitor. So, you know, they, they kind of have to... Uh, fight against them but it's weird whenever you realize that the only thing standing in the way of near domination by a company is another giant company in a different market so Luxottica doesn't sell produce and stuff like Walmart does but Walmart enters theirs and Walmart is big enough that they can compete but that's 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 crazy to me yeah like Procter and Gamble makes over 3,500 different products oh my gosh yeah Unilever probably makes even more than that they're in Germany and they're combined with Tons and tons of things. Because Procter and Gamble has always Ariel, Bounty, Charmin, Crest, Dawn, Downey, Fairy, Febreze, Gain, Gillette, Head and Shoulders, Olay, Oral B, Pampers, Pantene, Tide, Vicks. Oh my gosh! See, so, yeah, they own a ton. They own four different dishwashing liquid companies, which is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different hair care companies so there's a crap ton of health care household products laundry detergents there's probably like 10 or more companies there they own skin care like it's insane. it's insane you're right it is very insane unilever other, makes helmets yeah they own so much craft and hind are a big one too they merged and i mean craft owns i mean they own kool-aid maxwell house Velveeta. I mean, you know how many brands have the craft thing on it. Unilever, to me, is weird, though, because, I don't know, I, I personally, and I know this is this is weird, but I have an issue whenever I buy food, and I look on the back, and it says Unilever, and then I buy something that is not edible, and I also see Unilever. That creeps <laughs> me out. Like, I don't like that. Like, like Unilever Axe body makes... spray is Unilever, but so is Hellman's mayonnaise. and. So, yeah, like, they make tampons and food. Like, I don't. That makes me feel a little weird. Like, I get you want to spread out your company whenever you're that big. I totally respect that. It's what companies do, especially whenever you're a conglomerate. But to me, that is always so weird. It's like this this piece of cloth that I'm buying, you know, this little shirt or whatever is Unilever, and so is the food, you know? Like, like you're saying, you know, Axe, my body spray is Unilever, and so is my food. Like, that's that's weird to me. <laughs> do you know, do you ever hear of um the YouTube YouTuber's uh, Achievement Hunter, Rooster Teeth? I've heard of them, yeah. They're not, are they still a thing? Oh, yeah. So Rooster I'm Teeth not... is owned by a company that's owned by a company that's owned by AT&T. Really? So, yeah, technically they're an AT&T company. That's insane. <laughs> See, that there, that's like some some, I don't know trust issues for the world i know like whenever i don't know i mean sprint and t-mobile just combined that's a huge merger so they technically have a, a, a giant network you know there's like we were saying at the very start of this ramble companies and industries favor large giant conglomerates instead of multiple little businesses and it's kind of sad when you think about it because you know yeah at the end of the day you still buy your ketchup and you still buy your you know axe deodorant 
and you know it still tastes good and the locker room still stinks but like <laughs> it's it's just it's just not as wholesome in my opinion like, i don't know i always dreamed of someday whenever it's possible at least if i'm buying big products or everyday products that i'm spending money on over and over and over again like researching them and buying from companies that i actually respect and i really like but anymore that's really really hard to do Oh, it's nearly impossible because the big companies either buy out the little ones or they push them out of business. Yeah, and, and, and I don't know. I know in tech it's biased because, like, I don't know. Apple, to me, is still cool, and Microsoft, to me, is still cool. Like, I like both of those companies. I I like their people that work for them and their ideas, and I like their CEO. You know, I think Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, is one of the coolest CEOs on the face of the earth right now, you know. Like, it's just cool. Microsoft has had some bums. They've had some good ones, too. You know, to me, that is just, you know, I can get behind companies like that, even if they are huge. You know, Apple has more money than anybody else, and I can get behind their company because I like their products and I like their company. I don't think they're really evil. Same thing with Microsoft. But these big conglomerates, I, I don't really know how I feel about them, you know? Like, I, I don't know. I still have a soft spot for just mom-and-pop shops, you know? Oh, definitely. I mean, that's the one thing Microsoft has that Apple doesn't. It's a gaming company. That is true. And they compete with Sony. and Which is weird when you think about it. Sony. Like, I think of Sony, and I'm thinking of, like, kitchen appliances and... Yeah. And electronics and stuff like that, but and like Sony even makes movies, like yeah. I mean, Sony, Sony. I was reminded by a friend of mine the other day that Sony has the the, I think the one of the largest, if not the largest, video editing softwares, Sony Vegas, um, studio. So you know you have Final Cut and you have by Apple and you have uh, Premiere by Adobe and then you have that studio by Sony, and. I don't know. Sony to me is it seems like a bit of an aged company. Oh yeah. I know I mean the PlayStation like, still hits gets makes them a lot of money though. Yeah, like the PlayStation, you're right, is extremely successful. And but like they used to do so many camcorders and video cameras and they tried phones and they had laptops. They had really nice laptops. They were really, really nice looking. And they had all these things and now it's just you don't see Sony, and, and they, they, I don't know, I think it was because they hit the ground running so well, you know, with the Walkman, and when they made the CD players and stuff, because the Walkman was just so incredible, I mean, it's one of the greatest inventions of all time, you know, you couldn't have had the iPod without the Walkman, but nowadays it just seems like it's so aged, you know? Oh, definitely, like... And you look at, like, you're talking about, like, industries. Like, you look at, like, video game, and you it's hard to compete unless you're doing something and you're putting a game on Steam. But if you're making your own console, you're not going to be able to compete with Xbox and PlayStation. I mean, you've got yeah. Nintendo, but Nintendo's got so much money they don't even care. Yeah. And, they just do Nintendo, their own thing. <laughs> yeah, and Nintendo has, I don't know, Nintendo to me has never tried nor cared about competing with Microsoft and Sony. Oh, no, because... but Nintendo, the one thing they have, though, is, like, not only do they have a long-lasting legacy in some of the best games and of all nostalgia. time, games, <laughs> characters of all times, 
But they're like, yeah, Microsoft and PlayStation keep coming out with new Xbox, new PlayStation. But Nintendo's always trying something new. They were the first ones, like when they did the, the Nintendo Wii, to have like motion software. The Nintendo Switch, it's handheld or you can plug it into a TV. Like, yeah, and right now, if I buy the latest and greatest PlayStation or the latest and greatest Xbox, it will not come with their motion alternative because nobody cared about it like they did the Wii. No. Yet the most recent version of the Wii, you know, the uh, the the Switch, it still has motion capabilities, you know. And albeit they're going out, they're they seem to be going away a little bit. You know, they don't really, you know, Just Dance isn't quite as popular as it used to be, and Wii Fit isn't quite a thing on the newer Switch and everything. But those controllers still respond. They still have, you know, the motion capabilities, and there's still a lot of games for that. And you know, people. I don't know. I agree. Like, I got a Wii in, I think I got it in 2008, and I loved it. I mean, it was just, I just, I wanted to play it constantly, and I didn't even have the best of games. Like, I never really played much of the Marios. I played, like, the new Super Mario Brothers, but that was pretty much it, and Mario Kart. But I never really got into the the Legend of Zelda. If I would have got into that stuff, it would have been even more insane for me. But... You're right. You know, you have Sony and you have Xbox, which compete for the console market, and the console market as a whole competes with the PC market, and that's just a whole frames per second, you know, energy battle kind of thing right there. And then Nintendo's kind of on its own saying, you know, well, we don't really care about either of you. No, they just do their own dang thing. They don't care. Like, they have, they have Mario, they have Pokemon, they have... Kirby, Bowser, like... Yeah, there's so many games that you can only get on there, and people love them. I mean, hardcore gamers. You know, people that get on and play, you know, Warzone, and or uh, Warframe, and Red Dead Redemption, all those, you know, big-name COD, all those big-name games, they also play Smash, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, like... It's, it's huge, and... It always has been. Except, you know, you know what the best-selling game console of all time is? PlayStation 2. Yeah, you're correct. <laughs> I'm not, I didn't look it up either. I'm still looking at Kraft Foods Inc. But it's, it's interesting <laughs> to think about that, though, because like, even though there's a PlayStation 3 and a 4 and a soon-to-be a 5, then the Xbox is highly popular. Nothing has outsold the PlayStation 2. <laughs> and that is like bare-bones internet, bare-bones data saving, like barely a software. Oh, you had to have a memory card, right? Yeah, those little obnoxious-looking ones that were completely proprietary, so you couldn't just buy a SanDisk. I don't know. Like, and, and, I don't know. Bringing up SanDisk, like, there's some companies like like SanDisk to me that they just do the job so well. Like, if you need a memory card and you want it to be good and last a while, you're gonna buy a SanDisk. You know? Oh yeah. Like, and there's just certain companies that are just just like that, and they're just like good. And then some some companies just get into it, and you know, Samsung, like Samsung's hard drives. They're the littlest, fastest, sharpest-looking things on the face of the earth. Like, their T-Series, they're awesome. And they're expensive, but they're awesome. I mean, I love Samsung phones, and I'll always have one. Like, I have the S10 now, or I have the S10 Note Plus or whatever. Note 10 Plus. Note 10 Plus, whatever the heck they call it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are. I mean, they're, they're impressive phones. I, I have considered 
Samsung's over the years. I don't like Samsung software. That's no? the only thing that's ever been a big, big deterrent to me. <laughs> and it doesn't bother some people. I know it, to me, it just drives me insane. And I know a decent bit. Like I know how Android is, and I know you can put different skins on, and you can put a different launcher. It's not enough. It's just, it's just not enough. Plus, I don't know. I, I just, I, I probably will always have an iPhone unless they screw them up, which I don't really see them doing. But like, I don't know. There's just so much changing with it right now. Like, did you see the new? Uh, the new budget iPhone, the SE. No. For four hundred bucks. First of all, is you can get red, which that's awesome. And second of all, it's four hundred bucks, and it has mostly new specs. The only thing is, it has an older size screen. It isn't like a full piece of glass like these ones. But for four hundred dollars, you're getting a phone with two thousand twenty specs that will be guaranteed updates for at least four or five years. That, that is incredible, and people say Apple can't make budget phones. Well, it's not two hundred bucks, but it'll last you four or five years. You know? Yeah, it's really not bad. Like yeah, and that's that's like OnePlus. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They make Android phones. They make they're they're getting more expensive every time they create one, but they've always been this budget Android killer kind of thing. And they make such amazing phones that have specs near that of Samsung or exceeding it sometimes. And they're cheaper. So whatever happened to Nokia? Uh, I, I know they got purchased by somebody. That is all I know. I'm not totally sure. I know there's... Like, the people behind Nokia, they kept some of the company, I think, so they could do some things with it, but they sold a lot of it else, because there was, like, Nokia had, like, mapping software, um, yeah, let's, let's, let me look up Nokia now, <laughs> so it, it was Finnish, so, let's see here, Helsinki Metropolitan Area. So what happened here? I'm trying to see. Alcatel Submarine Network? What is that? It's not saying that they got purchased here. I can't quite find that. I know somebody bought part of it. Nokia announced its intent. Uh, they bought Withings. The uh the like smartwatch company. Uh September twenty thirteen Nokia announced it would sell its mobile devices division to Microsoft. That's what happened. I remember now. Okay. So so yeah, so they sold the mobile division to Microsoft and kept other things and seven point two billion. Don't really know if Microsoft ever really did much with it. I know they made a couple phones and Nokia's were in the basic phone days, they were king. Yeah, but Apple really... and Android came along and they crushed Nokia. Yeah, uh, Nokia just couldn't keep up. I mean, they had some smartphones. They just weren't as cool. I, mean, I think a lot of them used Windows Phone, and people didn't really love... Windows Phone was a, a niche thing, I remember. People would get it, and they loved it. And you could have those fancy tiles and 
all the animations and colors and all that and the text was all lowercase and gray and black they, they had black mode before dark mode whatever you call it before it was even cool the text would partially go off the screen and it was all gestures and it was really you know it was really an elegant software huh. but they had no apps and the phone selection was null <laughs> you know Nokia developed the first smartphone really in 1996 built a prototype of a touch screen internet enabled phone at the end of the 90s so they were the first ones there and not successful with it <laughs> no but for being 1996 creating a smartphone with a prototype touch yeah. screen and being that's internet insane. enabled that's pretty good well, they were founded 155 years ago it says on here wikipedia Jeez. so also wikipedia i don't know what to say because wikipedia is good stuff Oh, it's you, definitely good. There's a lot of good content on there. I've I've heard recently people in like the medical field even say, "Hey, if if you're a if you're a doctor every day, you use Wikipedia because it has good stuff." And it's just like anything else you read online. You should vet everything and be careful with what you read. But it's got some good stuff on there. I personally love Wikipedia. <laughs> All right. So as we get into the end here. Anyway, no, so let's talk about a few things. Um, so we're going to start doing a off-topic episode, kind of like this, at the end of every month. Mm-hmm. And we're going to keep uh, we're keeping a list now of what to, what uh, topics to do each week because we're both procrastinators and we tend to wait until <laughs> the Friday and then we're like, hey, what are we doing a podcast on? And we're both like, oh. <laughs> I I personally enjoyed this random banter tonight. This this was a lot more filling than I remember being able to do on these random nights <laughs> oh yeah so yeah we're getting close to about 45 minutes here so we're doing pretty well yeah and we'll be able to go test out my game boob heads waiting on us all right that's your brother for anybody that's wondering <laughs> so the minor updates that we were going to give before the episode got talking about companies which i can now make the topic well i'm probably going to keep it to uh, bring back clippy but <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if we could think of a better one than bring back Clippy. But well, that, that works, though, because technically we're talking about technology yeah. by all these companies. It fits in with the realm of science, so I'm okay with this. Yeah, I, all right. So it is Clippy, and I'll put in the description what we talked about. But uh, my past couple weeks has been a little haphazard studying for the MCAT, and Wally's past couple weeks he has been building a game. And eventually we'll probably end up sharing a link to it somehow with our streaming and stuff because it will eventually be to his satisfaction and good but i have played said game and it is quite impressive we're so, never i've never scripted before so this is the first time i ever scripted yeah, so i mean it's it's good i mean there's lots of it's a it's like a first person kind of perspective thing and you go around and it's a kind of like a what you call it like a battle royale kind of thing you just kind of go all in and last person standing wins yeah essentially on random maps with random weapons yeah as i've counted today there's over 180 weapons it's awesome and some of the weapons are hilarious and some of them suck because it's like a muffin and (laughs) (laughs) but that's the point yeah there's supposed to be a bunch of things that are useless and a bunch of things that are overkill so i mean and it's in the title i've made it's why i've put it out that it's an outrageous 
fight game because the weapons I put in there are just insane. Like you can one hit someone with a pickaxe. So yeah, I mean it's it's there's everything, and the maps are interesting and it's very fun. So he's been doing that and I've been studying and that's part of the reason we procrastinate so much because we have that stuff working on. But <laughs> yeah, we're going to work on revamping it now that it's summertime and we have more freedom with our schedules and. Yeah, we have the next four episodes coming up. We have some biological topics coming up. And by the time this episode hits, there should be two or three before it at least um, within the past week or so. So go listen to those if you haven't already. And yeah, anything else on your mind? No, I think that was everything. It was a good topic, good, good talk. Yeah, we enjoyed. We did some research. We learned some things instead of presenting things, so that's fun. And... Yeah, hope everybody enjoyed our off-topic, businessy-like conversation, and we'll be back next week to talk about biology stuff. Absolutely, and just remember that uh, you matter, don't die, mm-hmm. and plants suck. Unless they pay for your firstborn child. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you have a fantastic week, Walter, and I look forward to playing your game some more and talking to you next week. All right. Sounds good, sir. All right. Farewell. Yep. Have a good one. Bye-bye.